0: The and, you
1: know, any this is Come On Kind with Martin Quote and Onya Fahli. On.
0: Welcome to Episode 9, Season 1 of Come On Kind the podcast dedicated to Komogi for Kilkenny with myself, Martin Quilty and... And I'm Anya Fahey. This evening, we are going to be reviewing the championship games of last weekend. of course, we now know our county finalists coming up in two weeks time. And Anya will be going through the, uh, the reviews of all the games with uh, maybe some surprising results and not so surprising results. It might be a short enough podcast today because we have um, special shows that's coming up and we're going to announce them for you. So next Tuesday night, then, we're going to have a special county final preview show with ourselves here on Come On Kind. On the 15th of November, then, we will be announcing our Team of the Year nominees for 2021. We'll also be doing a small bit on the Inter-County All-Stars that will be coming up on the 26th. And then on Tuesday, the 23rd, we will be announcing that Team of the Year. And what a night that's going to be. So something to look forward to, Anya. Yeah. You're looking forward to it as well. Yeah, it's going to be a great, um, a great couple of weeks going, and I suppose we are down to the
1: nitty gritty part of the championship now, um, heading into county finals in two weeks' time. But certainly over the next three weeks, there's going to be a lot to play for, team wise, for the teams that are competing in county finals, and then individually for you know players that have been nominated. And you know, there's a massive list of nominees at the moment that have have come in from all our spotters around the county at the moment. And yeah, no, it's great. To see, it'll be fun trying to trash that out. There <laughs> could be um, fun
0: isn't the word. <laughs> there
1: could be, be a few punches thrown here, left, right, and center. But, um.
0: Just make sure I'm wearing a helmet <laughs> first before you start getting in there.
1: But yeah, no, I think it's going to be good, and it'll be good to see maybe a couple of unfamiliar. Non household names will say in, in the, in the nicest way possible, kind of coming to the fore there as well. And, you know, great that we're able to have all three teams, um, going out for all stars, you know, so everybody who has played at every grade this year
0: is going to be, um, definitely, um, recognized for their achievement. Exactly. So I suppose we'll get down to the nitty gritties then. Uh, We might as well start off first with the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Senior Championship semi-finals. You were of course at Dixborough and Thomastown last weekend. You predicted that Dixborough could have a big upset in this game. You were out in the Kells Road on Sunday. Dixborough did have an upset in the game. The county champions are gone. Thomastown were defeated by Dixborough 2-7 to 9 points. You were at the game so... Philistine, what happened yeah like I must say you know it was always going to be definitely the game of the weekend
1: in my opinion Dixbur and Thomastown you know they have been definitely within the top two three teams in the county at this level uh, for so many years now um, I've mentioned it I suppose for so long that I felt like the hurt and disappointment that Dixburgh went through last year was probably enough to spur them on and drive them on and I think they got definitely a massive test against Thomastown but you know it was a great game um, I must say I think what really steered them off was the Asha McCarty goal in the first half she just took off from 45 yards out and she just completely opened up the Tomstown defence which anybody who has played against Tomstown knows that it—that that is a very very hard thing to do uh, you know and I think that was kind of what settled away uh, very impressive a lot of their players I thought Niamh Feeling again was exceptional at center back um Akira and Aoife Prendergast, Aoife Prendergast playing extremely well at midfield um you know I don't think to me it's definitely not a gr- it's not a huge shock but for Thomas sound yeah I think it was it was a massive shock for them and you know they have been Great champions. They're going on to play last year's Leinster Championship. So they're just going to have to put um, yesterday or Sunday's defeat behind them now and just focus on that. But certainly, you know, Dixborough were well and truly deserving winners there. And I think if anything to see from Dixborough this year, they are such a balanced unit they're so well structured and they
0: have some of the finest camogie players I've seen in Kilkenny in a long long time Here and on the grapevine as well the work rate I believe of Dixborough all throughout the game like you'd normally get teams that might have great work rate for 15-20 minutes periods within the game but seemingly Dixborough were phenomenal for the whole 60 minutes their work rate was unbelievable and the scores that they were getting as well like they seemed to have a game plan Mm -hmm. They stuck to the game plan for Thomastown. And they're now back in the county final for I think the first time since 2019 would I be right on that? Yeah, 2019 when they pipped Piltown
1: above in Callan, a last minute goal there, Jenny Clifford just got on the end of it I suppose. People were starting to leave Callan that day thinking that it was in the bag for Piltown and you know a a complete and utter Dixborough attitude, never never die and keep going to the final whistle and the ball was delivered in and Jenny Clifford just in the right place at the right time got the little flick into it and into the back of the net, um to deny Ethan Norris and Piltown a county title that they you know they, I suppose going into the latter stages they probably had thought that it was in the bag yeah it's been 2019 as I mentioned they were probably very much hard done by last year they would have felt themselves that they didn't compete well enough last year and they weren't able to put back the back titles and the fact that they didn't get to a county final I suppose that was very very disappointing for them I feel like this game against Thomastown I feel like there was a lot of vengeance going into it as well I feel like Thomastown knew that in order for them to be taken serious as a senior outfit not that nobody isn't taking them serious but for them to be proved that they are the best in the county they had to beat the champions and they did it in an emphatic style they were just like their six forwards worked so hard the ball just took so long to get out of there the Thomastown backs were under severe severe pressure constantly the whole time just their work weight back and forward and they were delivering in really really good ball their use of the ball was really clever it was always out to the wing waiting for an oncoming player to go on there was nothing serious silly about their passages of play. You know, when they were playing with the wind, it was like they were passing in really good ball, low ball. They were tra- aiming for Ava O'Gorman the whole time in a full forward. and she had a, a massive tussle Lewis. um Eilish Butler in a full back for Thomastown but yeah unde- definitely deservedly Dixburg came out victors that day and you know that's going to be it's going to set up a very mouthwatering county final with Spilltown
0: Yeah and I suppose Thomastown's two season run came to an end as mm-hmm. you say they still have uh, unfinished business from last year with the Leinster Championships they're still waiting the winners on the Dublin and the Wexford Champions to play in their semi-final they're in the Leinster final already which will be played in early. December. So it's not all bad news I suppose for Thomastown for the year. They're still going to be there or thereabouts. Dixborough now can focus on another county final. Uh, As you have said all throughout the last couple of weekends that they weren't happy with how things went last year for them. Mm -hmm. They seem to have knuckled down though from the start of the year. They got back to the county final where they wanted to be. They're now only 60 minutes away from becoming the champions. We know who they're going to be playing. We'll discuss that in a minute Mm -hmm. after the other semi-final but they're going into it in a good spot and they're going into it uh, after I suppose a famous victory against the county champions as well.
1: Yeah they certainly are like they're going in oozing with confidence you know for them to beat Thomastown I think it's probably going to set them up as being favourites for the game going through Um, I don't know if that favourites tag will stand to them or not but I suppose they're just going to have to go away and focus on themselves for the next two weeks they're back where they want to be I think the difference this year the amount of youth and talent that has been bred into this
0: team they seem to have a great mixture between the experience and the youth coming yeah, up.
1: like really, really good. Like uh, just looking at their team, it's just, you just, I can't get over just how every single one of them at some stage has wore a Kilkenny jersey or is potentially going to wear a Kilkenny jersey or Lehanric was on the line. You know, if it was any other club team in Kilkenny, she would be starting without a doubt. You know, and it just goes to show the abundance of talents they have there and especially their younger players. And I can't keep, and I'm going to say it again because I can't keep blowing enough smoke. Like Neve feeling to me has just been a standout player for Dixbury this year. I've seen her in a couple of games and just for such a young player to just hold that figure and just have that complete complete leadership from a centre-back role has just been phenomenal and her driving out of the ball she doesn't look like she shouldn't belong there, she looks exactly where she is and I was speaking to a friend of mine two of us were at the match and we are kind of just saying like, God, that's crazy. Like, you know, she's 18 years of age. In 10 years time, she's only going to be 28 and she's still potentially going to be playing at centre back for Dixborough. That's phenomenal. That's a scary thing to be thinking. Like, if she's this good now, like what's she going to be like in the next couple of years? Um, Certainly a phenomenal, phenomenal player, in my opinion. And, you know, Dixborough really are they're just it's their youth that they're after bringing in and they're not afraid to use their use their young girls in there Amy Clifford the same playing in a corner forward Jenny her sister on the other corner like what an experience to have there we've seen what Amy has done throughout the, the minor campaign as well um, not taken away from uh, 10 of course like you know they had some really good players I thought Sarah Welsh worked really really hard but you know we spoke about this for so many weeks and months now her work rate in every single game is just it's phenomenal. phenomenal Yeah, like I would love to put a tracker on her and see the kind of kind of ground she's covering and what mileage she's covering. Because she does, she was working really, really hard. Anna Farl as well. To me, Anna Farrell should have had an all-star a couple of years ago. I just think like she has this work rate for a midfielder she's just constantly going back and forth and back and forth on the field and she definitely is a stalwart for Thomastown and, you know her work rate alone and of course Meg Farrell. Meg, she's just phenomenal at centre back she reads the game so well she's got such a unique style of hitting the ball uh, but yeah really really good from them as well but definitely Dixbury. you can't dispute it they were absolutely phenomenal on the day
0: and talking about Thomastown goalkeepers don't normally get the recognition sometimes nope. um, because they have great backs in front of them or whatever but you said it to me after the defeat as well on Sunday that you made special mention about Kate Macdonald and her experience of having her in the goal. I wouldn't normally associate Kate with yeah. being in goal, but you said she had a very good game.
1: Yeah, she certainly did. Like and do you know what I found like if so it's so strange, like I suppose for a lot of goalies, unless you're kind of maybe born a goalie and you've been training as a goalie since you were you know a t- a tiny tot, like you're not going to have that kind of th- that <laughs> you're not going to have that routine where you you know what you know when to go off the line or when to to do it. But you know that Kate Mack has been a full back for so many years. Like she came off the line there at one stage during the game. I think she kind of forgot she was in goal, that she wasn't actually playing full back. But she it's just her reading of the game. She knew where the ball was going. She just went out full of confidence and buried the ball out to have a player of her experience in there. You know, it's great for a club like and you know, especially when you you mightn't necessarily have a natural goalie there. But yeah, like excellent from her and you know, Kate as well has been is a huge figure in Thomas and Kogi and has been in Kilkenny Kogi for so many years. So yeah, I thought she played very, very well in the goal too.
0: Yeah, well, goalkeepers, we're recognising them today. I know Lil was beside me in Thomastown um, last weekend as well. And there was one of the goalkeepers, which we might get to it later on. And it was like a conductor. They were just out. They were roaring at their defence and go here, go there, get back into position. And the whole lot. And he just said, "Yeah, you nearly have to have a bit of madness to play in the goal. Mm. But it's great to see that a goalkeeper is directing their back line. And once you have that person in goal, you know yourself that, well, as a back you know you have a job to do and if you don't do it well you're going to get roared at then as well by the goalkeeper in the back line it's great to have a goalkeeper that's boisterous I suppose knows what she's able to do and you know she's able to play well as well Well I have a goalkeeper in Tullerone who's not afraid to roar and shout at me as well so I'm well used to goalie
1: roaring and shouting but to be fair like you know playing in playing in goal is it's a very lonely place like and I suppose you have to be so vocal you're the one player and every manager I'm sure alludes to this before every team talk you know you're the you're you're the last line of defence. You're the only player that can see everything that's going on in the field. It's like it just rolls off every manager's tongue, like, and it's true. Like they are the they are the only person on the field that can see everything that's going on. So they have to be vocal, and you know it really does help a lot. Like especially for back, I know myself like. Like I like to be told like stand right, stand left. Like, you know, you're not going to see everything that's going on around you. So, yeah, like it's it's really important for goalies. And that's just, you know, it's one thing I suppose that's been kind of getting me for, you know, a couple of years now. There's very, very few natural goalies in Kilkenny and I think there's something really needs to be done like we have had such a wealth of experience of goalies that have come through the inter-county scene like you've Ethan there at the moment you have Emma Kavanagh we had Katrina Ryan for so many years as well there has to be something I think that has to be done um, there has to be something that I think needs to be done that we can I don't know if it's maybe do like a workshop or something for each club to bring in a couple of goalies into the frame and just kind of get goalies being trained in because it is very important it's the most
0: important f- position on the team but it's kind of specialised as well yeah. like- because as you said it's not the same okay if you played as a full back like you probably wouldn't go and play in goal being a full back like and you played full back for several years like and that but that doesn't mean that you're going to make a good goalkeeper Mm -mm. so it is a specialised area and you need to have someone who knows what they're talking about like you say we take the likes of Owen Murphy or David Herity or PJ Ryan any of the greats that we've had James McGarry you take any of them bring them and do a workshop Mm. with all the goalkeepers give their experience to what can be done it's invaluable especially to a young goalkeeper that might be in a club that's saying oh god I'm put in here I don't really want to play in goal but I kind of have to play in goal having someone like that there and giving you encouragement or showing you what to do is invaluable to a player
1: Yeah it's huge like and I think you know if you look at maybe all the we'll just say the senior clubs in Kilkenny at the moment if there's eight out of them I'd be very shocked if 50% of them have a natural goalie in them and you know I think a lot of the goalies in a lot of clubs are are I don't want to say like a makeshift goalie, but there may be like a player that has played outfield for so many years, and you know maybe their legs are gone or whatever the case may be. And the managers maybe approach him said, "Listen, would you stand in goal for us? Do us a favor." And I think that's I think that's the problem as well. And I think it's something that we need to look at. Like I would be worried because. There's not a whole amount of, a whole amount of goalies that are actually coming through. Like, I know, like, there's a great goalie that was in, on the minor panel this year, Maya O'Brien from Ballycallon. She was phenomenal. She's an excellent player, but like, um, but. I think like you need to have a look at that. I think it's something certainly that needs to be done there in relation to uh, goalies. We need to get, we need to start looking at something and get some workshops. Am I after getting the name wrong there? I think there? it's Ellie
0: O'Neill you're thinking of with the minors. Is that from yeah. Bally
1: Callan? Oh, I apologise for that. I apologise for that. Ellie's um,
0: mixed Mick, granddaughter got to be good to him now. But yeah, no, she's a very good goalkeeper as yeah, well. But like it, Again that kind of coaching would be invaluable Mm. to somebody that's there not only to benefit the club but also to benefit the county teams then in a couple of years as well.
1: Yeah, like, and I think it needs to be worked from like the ground up from like under under 10s, under 12s, 14s, the whole way up. It's really something that we need to look at and it's something that, you know, a bit of development could go a long way in that. And you know what? It might encourage other people to become goalies as well. Like, as you said, I wouldn't in a million years. The day anybody asks me to go on goal, I know it's time to hang up the boots. That it's bit like the happening. refereeing as well. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it's like. It's not happening. No way. Not a hope in hell. But I think it's something that we really need to look at because it's disappointing. Like, you know, as I said, there's very, very few clubs in the county that have a natural goalie. Like, and to be honest with you, the ones that are... They're playing at senior level. You're looking at Pilltown, you're looking at Dixburgh you're looking at Freshford-Listownie they all have natural goalies and they're all playing at senior level there's very few of them that don't have a natural goalie
0: you know and I think that's something that we really really need to look at Well it certainly is but Dixborough are there they're going to contest the Michaeling Motors uh, Hyundai Senior County Final in a couple of weeks time who are they going to be playing well Piltown played Clara last Sunday in Gordon as well and as Anya said Piltown and Dixborough met two years ago in the County Final there's going to be a renewal of acquaintances in the senior final as Pilltown came away with the victory in that one. one fourteen to 2-7 or in mathematical terms 14 points to 13. It really was by the bare skin of their teeth that Pilltown came away with it but they did do it in the end Anya, They're going to be taking on Dixborough uh, and you said it could be a tight affair uh, last week and by God was it but I don't think you expected it to be that tight.
1: No I didn't and I honestly I backed, I backed Clara on the- that one um because I honestly thought that they'd push it. Now, just from reports that are coming back from it, they were very, very unlucky. Um, they could have probably drawn the game and whatever, for every reason, it didn't work out. I believe Katie Power was instrumental in for Pilltown. They're having, you know, a major, she did the majority of the scoring. Um, but by all means, it was a ding dong. Just to noteworthy on that, I was absolutely trawling the internet to try and find a score from that. There was nothing on the Pilltown Twitter page or Facebook page, there was nothing on the Clara Twitter page or Facebook page. So page, but fair play to Young Ireland's of Gorn the pitch. The match was down in Gorn and they had the scores up for that match, and that was great to see. So at least people could actually find out, which was great to see. So fair play to the PRO or the secretary or whoever down there is doing it. But it was great to see that you could actually get the score of it somewhere. I know it's very hard for, I, I the you, we could all get the scores from the Thomastown dixbar match because there was obviously a member of the county board was there and they were doing that. But it was great to see someone from Young Ireland taking the initiative to uh, put up the scores for a senior county final like um one thing semi final yep. sorry one thing i will say that did disappoint me slightly in the dixborough thomastown match the scoreboard was up from the previous day's match for the hurling they could have just changed the names on it. I'd have stood in the box myself and did the score if I had to. It was a it was a senior county semi final. They could have had a scoreboard
0: at it, but that's only a small thing. But we'll just have to get over that, I suppose, won't we? Ah, you know, but it is it is important though when people go to the matches. And I mean, in fairness, it was the same in Thomastown. Mm. Um, there was no one available either because Thomastown was there. In fair, not their problem or in that way either. And there was stuff that was there. but nobody would actually go and put up the scores and the yeah. whole lot but it makes a huge difference to have uh, a scoreboard there because you know what's happening especially if a game is so tight because yeah. you can have the score down as well actually I have it down as a draw the next thing the referee has it a point ahead the other mm-hmm. team is roaring and shouting like so it is important to know how it was going pilltown played with the breeze in that game in Gordon I believe there was a fairly strong gale in it uh, they had 1-5 on the scoreboard within 15 minutes which was a great start for themselves and an 8 point lead at half time so they were flying at half time. It was one eight to three points, I think it was. Um thinking to themselves all going well in the whole lot but as you said you can't write Clara off Clara did come back to it in the end I believe Mary O'Connell had a very good game Emma Shortle uh, was after scoring I think the three points in the first half she got a couple of more scores in the second half as well and I suppose when you look at the results then they outscored them 2-4 to 3 points in the second half just that wee small little bit then they just couldn't get over the line but unfortunate for them good year nonetheless again uh, a county semi-final mm-hmm. but Pilltown now march on to the county final again Dixborough?
1: Certainly do like and I suppose Clara will probably feel like very hard done by but you could say that it was Pilton's maybe experience that really did push them over the line in, in that game like you know I feel like Clara are the up and coming team like every year they seem to be growing and growing and they're getting stronger and stronger and you know for a team that's really kind of only up in senior grade what two three years maybe they really have made a massive in- actually last year was their first year up I think wasn't it yeah it was because Ashlyn Curtis
0: would have been captain of the Kilkenny Intermediates last year yeah that was in Cal- and 20, yeah. 20, or nineteen was it as well.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So they're only up. This is only their second year up, and that's that's a serious achievement in two years that you've been up there to be able to compete. In into county, semi, county semi-final county quarter-final, whatever the case may be that's, that's massive for them and they'll be hoping next year to go one step further and you know they have a team that have I think they did. They have six or eight minors um, on the Kilkenny minor team this year as well so you know they definitely
0: had six that I can recall now don't ask me the names but I know there was a photograph up a couple of weeks ago that they had the six players out there mm-hmm. um, including Emma Shortall. and I was just looking she actually got one of the goals that was mentioned in the last quarter and that goal to bring him back within the, the single point as well like so I mean she's a fabulous talent that's yeah. Uh, coming forward as well so things are looking bright out in uh, Clara like I mean they're after in I think it was the under 16 league final and the county final um, as well this year albeit that Ellie Hale had a very good team and they mm-hmm. were beaten twice but like they have some nice players that's up and coming
1: yeah, they certainly do. Like, I do think that in the next year or two, they're going to be a force that's going to be reckoned with. I think, you know, with the experience of so many girls that have been playing Intercounty as well over the last couple of years for them, you're looking at Claire Nolan has been there, Ashton Curtis has been there, Mary O'Connell, who has a fa- had who had a fantastic year this year with the seniors. And then I suppose like Ashling Nolan would have been around the scene as well. And sure, then you're looking at Emma Shortle too. Like, you know, they have a huge abundance of talent there and they're definitely going to push on. I would feel that they're very, very disciplined pointed. To be honest with you, I- they probably felt that having avoided Dixborough and Thomastown, they felt that that was maybe their opportunity to push on and get to um, get to a country final. And I don't, and I'm not be, trying to be disrespectful to uh, Pilltown at all, but I suppose just maybe kind of on form at the moment you would have been made, perhaps looking at Thomastown and Dixborough as the two top teams of form. So they will be disappointed with that. But again, by no mean achievement every other team at senior level were given anything to be in that situation last weekend. But uh, so commiserations to Clara and but well done to Pilltown you know, it's going to be a juicy one in a couple of weeks time <laughs> there's going to be a well it certainly a was advantage. apart from that last
0: minute goal happened yeah. two years ago I think T- Pilltown are still sore after mm-hmm. they thought they had it. literally almost I think on the stroke of full time that Jenny popped up with that goal so they'll yeah. be back out and trying to get that uh, title for themselves um, won't be an easy task we won't delve too much into yeah. it obviously because we have the county final preview uh, coming up next week we're going to have a special podcast uh, previewing all of the county finals next week. But yeah, it's certainly a mouth watering tie that we're going to be looking forward mm-hmm. to. It is Dixborough versus Pilltown in the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Senior County Final coming up in a couple of weeks time. Also on last Sunday then we had the Shaw's Department Store Intermediate semi finals It was part of a double header in uh, Thomastown. Uh, Barrow Rangers was up against St. Clair's first. Barrow Rangers came away with a 3.15 to six victory over St. Clare's. Now I have to say, we did say that Barrow Rangers were going to be probably that bit stronger than St. Clair's. In fairness, Barrow Rangers' experience showed mm-hmm. on the day. St. Clair's we have said all year that they have been a very young team. It was great they got over Emeralds, St. Anne's yeah. in the quarterfinal. Mm-hmm. Great they got to the semifinal. Just, it was a small little step, I think, too far. Albeit, they got a very good start. They scored first. They got a goal on Barrow Rangers, but Barrow Rangers just tightened up the shape. They had everything going. I mean, Colette was instrumental. I believe, uh looking at even some of the highlights in the Spies we had, that Orla Bambury was yeah. outstanding in the, or throughout the game as well. Like for a girl, or a lady, I call her now at this stage, she's not a girl anymore. Um, To be still going and putting in performances like that is phenomenal. The only disappointment I have, now you were on about the scoreboard. Yeah. I thought the crowd in Thomastown for what was a county semi final and two mm-hmm. county semi finals was very, very poor for clubs that was there that wasn't a bigger now okay it was a terrible day in the whole yeah. lot but like there was a huge crowd in the Kells Road mm-hmm. there was a huge crowd in Gorn when he came to Thomastown then crowd was very very poor still a good win though, for Barra Rangers
1: yeah a massive win for Barra-, Barra Rangers and I suppose they would be delighted to finally get over that threshold there as well and you know when you look at their management team <laughs> Stephen Dormer <laughs> you know that man like you know he has been he's an excellent coach to be fair to him he's been very good like you know he would have been with Kilkenny for a couple of years at underage level, or whatever the case may be, and you yeah, sure he's actually done
0: the four in a row under 16s with Liam Dunn, I think it
1: was yeah, back in the day, yeah. So, like, you know, he has great, like, he's got a wealth of experience there. And I suppose, like, the players that you mentioned, Orla Bambury like, you know, a former inter county camogie player with Kildare, she's won an intermediate All Ireland with Kildare, I think, off the top of my head, you know. So, what a wealth of experience! And for her to be still floating around and floating around in midfield, sure, she puts the rest of us to shame, to be fair to her. Um, but yeah, excellent. And um, Bar Rangers will be delighted with that, you know. Know it's been coming a long time, I think, for them, and I feel like they it's there's probably more relief now that they're after getting over the semi final hurdle. But you know, there's nothing won yet, um, and they're going to face a very stiff competition in the county final. But you know, definitely are deserving winners, and I suppose it is about time. I will be fair. I probably had them wrote off at the start of the year because I was talking about Emra Anne's and Malnavash, but look
0: how the tables have turned now, and the the two that are in the county final. Exactly, yeah. I mean, scoring three fifteen as well. Um, I think it was two, two seven to one four. Was I right at half time? I think it was in favour of uh, Barra Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, like so, I suppose. Now there was a hell of a gale there as well, but yeah, experience did tell. I felt sorry in a way for St. Clairs because they did try, um, but just no matter what, they come up with again. Like, you have Roisin Breen, you have Colette, mm. Shauna Tracy, you know, all Miriam out Bambridge. midfield, Miriam, the whole yeah. lot. Like, I mean, they just literally came up almost again a brick wall. Mm. They didn't give up, they fought till the final whistle. They probably think to themselves that it has been a decent year. They've got to a county semi final. Yeah. They're first at that age at that grade, I suppose you could say they're going to build for the next couple of years but if I'm not mistaken that's Paulstown's first visit to a county at intermediate level uh,
1: yeah definitely I think so like you know they've been very unlucky over the last couple of years like they've been in a couple of semi-finals you know so this is their time to really push on from that as I said yeah Clair is a very very young team they're only relatively new to the intermediate scene so like it is going to take them a couple of years to adjust to it they are extremely young like you know I think and I don't want to put this out there I think Marie Kennedy could potentially be the, the old, one of the oldest players on that team and she she is. She's I'm trying still to think very of it young. Myself like, and yeah, you know, like could she's, be now, right. she's I think she could be maybe what twenty five, even at that. I'm not really sure. But like, you know, these guys are very, very young. Like, so they're definitely going to have a lot to prove at intermediate level over the next couple of years. I think them beating Emerald Saint Anne's that's going to be a huge confidence boost, and I think they're going to regroup and go into next year knowing that they're able to compete against you know the top tier teams at intermediate level. Um. So yeah, you know, it, it's been a very good year for them. So in you know, all, like a county semi. Final by no mean is a bad is a bad feat to have like so you know yeah disappointed that they obviously didn't go the whole way but listen you have to hand it to Bar Rangers three fifteen in a county semi final and only kind of only letting in one six like that's massive for them you know their backs are obviously very firm and when you have Marion like we've seen the form that Marion Bamberg has been in throughout the inter county stage this year it's been really really good I'm sure when you have Cletta Armour moved up to the forwards you know it's going to show that your backs are very very strong that you can afford
0: to move a player of her caliber up there too. Yeah, would you believe it? And I actually have it on uh, my phone here because Teresa Hunston, in fairness, the secretary was on the ball. We asked for uh, stuff for the programme um, for the, the county finals and she came in to me almost uh, straight away with it. And I'm just trying to get it up here in front of me. The total scores, now this is just for Paulstown because they're the yeah. only ones that come into to us at the minute. So over the course of the championship, Roisin Breen has a goal and 44 points. <laughs> The next person down to that is Colette Dormer. Five goals and four points. Miriam Bambrick has a goal and five. Shauna Tracy has two, six. Katie Hanlon has a goal. Katie O'Byrne, is it Byrne? Katie O'Byrne, yep, has one goal and five points. And there's a couple of other little mixes in between it with a point or two points in that. But like the top two that would stand out straight away to you is Roisin Breen and Colette Dormer. Colette Dormer, 5-4. Yeah. yeah. Like you could take it from midfield half-forward direction. That's phenomenal score no matter what age group that you're playing in. That's huge. That's
1: huge score and even for Breen oh 144 like that's that's absolutely ridiculous scoring like and they've probably had maybe five games now I'd say at this stage so like if you're averaging that sure, I suppose they probably would have they'd have had three kind of round-robin three stages leads. they've had a quarter-final and then their semi-final, semifinal so yeah. five games like you were averaging that out like you're potentially talking scoring on average maybe eight points a game like and then throw the goal in there as well that's serious going serious going by Colette because you know she's down at centre-forward for, for uh, Barra Rangers so you know if you have your centre-forward that's scoring 5 four, you kind of expect that from a full forward nearly but a few of your centre forwards going 5-4 forward and Sean and Tracy tipping in there with 1-5 as well like that's serious going like that's serious fair play to Bar Rangers for sending it in because that's they're the stats you like to see like they're the stats that you're looking for when you're going picking teams of the year and players of the year and all of this like you want to be getting that
0: information Well in fairness trees Teresa we asked on Sunday evening for the information we put a deadline of that information just to be in to us by tomorrow and she was the very first person in last night with all that information to us um, and yeah, it's great to have, and it's great to be able to go back and see exactly throughout what the players have scored. And so, I mean, Barrow Rangers are there now in the county final, and with that kind of scoring powers, which brings us on to the next point of who they're going to be playing in mm-hmm. that game, it will be up against James Stevens after James Stevens beat Mullenovat at the weekend in the other semi final. 2.17 to James Stevens, 14 points to Mullenovat. You said that James Stevens were the up and coming team in the intermediate grade this year they were flying their scoring was a, probably above average like yeah. they were scoring big scores and they'd done it again last Sunday like were,
1: were we really expecting anything less from them like they've been scoring 17 18 points in every game that they've played this year and they just came out in style and did it again 217 and came up against I would consider a very heavily fancied Mullenavat team like you know who kind of you know seemed to be kind of coasting through a couple of games and then I suppose like you know James Stevens have just come out of nowhere and what a fairy tale it's really been for them when the junior county fi- when the junior county final last year and coming straight up and going straight into competing in an intermediate county final like you know that's that's a massive massive achievement for the club themselves I know John is absolutely delighted with it I had a quick chat with him just a, just a text message to congratulate him and he said that they were absolutely delighted but they know now when it comes to the county final that it's going to be a different kettle of fish they they had a little they had a difficult against Bar Rangers in the league stages as well so you know, Know, both teams are kind of going into it maybe very much balanced on this case but I have to say like out of all the teams in all the grades this year I think I've been more so impressed with James Stephens scoring ability like they are definitely average, averaging out at least 17 points in a game
0: and they're knocking in goals as well like you know so that's something that you have to be looking at there Like, it. and I don't mean this to be sounding condescending to the village either mm. but I mean they're only up from junior level from last year you'd expected that they might struggle yeah. at the intermediate grade it's the opposite they're actually flourishing being mm-hmm. up in the intermediate grade and as you say the scoring power that they have Yeah. out of the three county finals that we're going to have over the next couple of weekends I think Personally, that's going to be the closest of the whole lot of them. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very,
1: very tight battle. But like when we look at when we look at James Stevens, okay, yeah, they've such a proud history of Camogie in the club. Like, you know, they probably had to go down junior. They probably had to regroup and have a lot of these players coming through. But you have to remember, like you've got Neve Dealy and Michelle Teen who have been part of a senior county squad for what? five years now at this stage you know they shouldn't be playing at junior level they should be really be competing at a top level then you have the likes of Hannah Scott Jenny Lahey Sophie O'Dwyer, who've been all the on the intermediate scene this year and then you throw in the likes of Emma Minogue uh, Eva Cantwell is there as well you know they have an abundance of talents in the players that they have on the field and they all just seem to be clicking and you know what it's not like uh, there's no pressure on there's no pressure on the village at all like you know if anything there's pressure on Barra Rangers to, to win this county final but like there's no pressure on James Evans. they're just going to go out they're going to hurl they have the experience of winning a county final last year so they're feeling that confidence and you know they're building on momentum and they would feel like they came up intermediate they've competed with all the top teams and the top dogs at this grade and they find themselves in a county final and their scoring has been phenomenal to date and if they yeah, carry unreal. that in
0: it's going to be it's going to be a, a really ding dong of a, a county final battle we're going to see A ding dong is right well that is the Shaw's Department store intermediate county final that will be between James Stevens or the village as they're known and they will be playing Barrow Rangers what a mouth watering toy that is again of course as we said we are not going to be previewing the county final as we will be having a special preview show next Tuesday on Come On Kind with myself and Anya and hopefully with a couple of special guests as well which only leaves one decider to go Anya for the year that's going to be the Iver Produce Junior Championship the first game up in that was Carrick Shock and Munkhain over in Kilmacow huge crowd turned up to this one as expected local rivals these are the two teams that got the boy into the semi-final we were worried that it mightn't live up to be a great spectacle yeah. it did uh, Munkhain did come away with the victory but just by four points in mm-hmm. the end 110 to 9 points they are back in the county final where they were last year I'm not going to lie I expected them on kind cruise for that game and that's no disrespect
1: to Carrick Shock at all. Um I just felt with the with the performances and the scorelines that they've been throwing up all year like they've been absolutely walloping teams out the door. Um you know they got it tough in that semi-final and you know what they probably needed to you know <laughs> If, you're if anybody's listening to this like, and you talk about the junior championship, we have been Munkine, 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 Munkine. It's like the only team that's in the junior championship that's all we're talking about is Munkine, We're mankind, like broken mankind. down
0: record exactly, at this stage yeah. now, yeah.
1: But um, I'm glad they got a tough match. I think that they badly needed it um, and I think that would probably stand to them coming to the county final. You know, Carrick Shock they were missing Lydia Phelan she's a massive she's a massive loss for them to be fair like you know she's she's been such a stalwart for them she's you know she's got the intercounty county experience and just her experience alone being on the field you know so that would have been a major major factor for a Carrick Shock um, but yeah I'm delighted that Munkine won I'm not going to lie because I would love to see them win the county final great to see that their lads are going to be in the county final as well so that's going to be an epic weekend down in Munkine Well so. I can
0: tell you one thing the women certainly <laughs> got it tougher than what the fellas did at the yeah, weekend <laughs>
1: Exactly yeah they surely did um, but yeah, you know, I, I, you couldn't see that going anywhere else. But I am surprised with the score. But I'm glad, you know, I'm glad it was put up to them. And I, like, I'm not downplaying Carrick Shock, and we're kind of saying that Carrick Shock only, you
0: know, had to turn up. Like it's not the case. But you no, know, they actually put it up to them for a lot yeah. of that game. Like they, I suppose you could say they got stuck into Munkine and got in their faces mm. and didn't let Munkine have the free flowing style like that we've seen in the the latter stages. But that would certainly stand to when they go into the county final now. You know, yeah. they've had a tough semi-final albeit great. Carrick shot got to the semi-final. Yeah. Again, they're progressing slowly. Mm. They were relegated a few years ago. They're now building back up again slowly, a small bit like James Stevens have done yeah. in the past like when they were relegated last as well. So they're on the same kind of road, the same trajectory going in the right direction. But really over the last couple of years that we've seen and everyone that we've been talking to says, God, Monkheim should be up intermediate. Yeah. But they still are in the county final.
1: Yeah, they certainly do like and I suppose like you know for both of those semifinals we needed two closely contested games because I suppose for a lot of the scorelines that we have seen at junior level there has been teams that have been kind of coasting through like so it was good to see that it, it, what they were competitive games that were being that were up for showcase um but yet yeah, Mankind, I suppose listen they're still they're still top dogs in my opinion at the moment but who's to tell what'll happen
0: in 2 weeks time and in two weeks' time, who will they be playing? Well, the other semi final was between Piltown and newcomers John Locks, Bennett's Bridge combined. I suppose it was a bit tight to, because John Locke's Bennett's Bridge had been I suppose an unknown quantity mm. we didn't know too much about them you know okay they've had a very good run in the league section in the summer league and that they went on they won the competition we were slightly worried I suppose Pilton were too that the seniors were out first on Sunday morning were any of the juniors then going to be taken to the seniors Yeah. in fairness and we have to credit Pilton on this they didn't they left the two t- panels separate they didn't bring on anyone left a great game in miserable conditions mm. in Ford it was like a monsoon when the game started over there again a poor enough crowd turned up to see what was a very 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 entertaining game of Camogie Piltown did win it in the end 2-10 to 2-7 so they march on to the county final and two neighbours, Piltown and Munkine in a county final. That could be an interesting affair, Anya.
1: It certainly is. And fair play to the Pilltown management team for not taking players from the junior because it does happen. And it does throw a spanner in the works and it can really throw off the flow of a team. And it could get the heads town that maybe, oh, they don't care about us. Or look, they're after taking our, our best, our so-called best player, whatever the case may be. Pilltown are now competing in a junior and a senior county final. So they're going to have guards that are going to be training nonstop for the next two weeks, which means numbers at training is going to be still massive. That's going to be a huge, huge factor going into a county final. You know, I think John Locks, Bridge, as we've spoken about with the unknown, I suppose, is coming up through them. Uh, but they've had a couple of players that were definitely standouts. You know, Megan Welsh is in there for them. Vivian Holmes is in there for them. So you know, they've had a good couple of players, you know, delighted to see that they put a match up to Piltown. Because I'll be honest, I, I don't know too much about them. I know that there's a couple of players with them and you kind of keep an eye on scores and that. But they seem to be doing very, very well. And that's going to be a huge, huge, um, you know,
0: confidence boost for the club going forward in the next year. And we spoke about this as hmm. well. It's going to be fantastic for those players that they're able to go out at adult level, compete, which they are now doing. They are competing. Like, I mean, they beat Oliver in the quarterfinal to get to the semifinal, put it up to Piltown then in the semifinal number one it's great that those players have the ability and the chance now to be able to play at adult level with their clubs that they're not going out and trying to find other clubs like Mm -hmm. one or two players and that's what we want we need to see that kind of stuff happening to help the lower clubs the likes of John Locks, the likes of Bennett's Bridge. We've mentioned this before about yeah. Greg Namana potentially, yeah. maybe even Neil Breathe to a certain degree um, about going and do it. That's all we want in this county is to see girls playing, and it's great to see that John Locks and Bennett's Bridge are putting it up to the best of them at junior level.
1: Certainly is, like, and you know, they were definitely not going to have an easy day at the office of Piltown. Like, you know, we spoke so many times about the calibre of players that are coming through in Piltown and the numbers that they have in, in Piltown that there's even talks of them potentially entering a third team next year, like, which is is huge
0: I think um, it is because we said this like it's 44 players yeah. I think they have
1: like it's brilliant to see like but you know delighted that John has really put it up to them I suppose kind of looking on it Piltown where after beating Thomas down, probably had a tougher quarter final than any other team and then you know pushing through winning that that's going to be a very much eagerly contested county final Munkine aren't going to have it all their own way I know we've spoke that's all Munkine but you know Piltown have been kind of creeping up there and I suppose with the experience of you know potentially I would imagine that they are training with their seniors and their seniors are going to be going for a county p- final it gives that extra addition that extra level of skill and that extra level of um, focus um, when you've got two teams that are preparing for a county final so you know it's great it's a great achievement for the club I'm sure that they're delighted with it but yeah it's going to be another mouthwatering battle against um, Pilton and sure, I'm sure there's a field halfway down there between the two of them that they could nearly throw the match into because you know ideally for Mooncoyne they're not going to Want to play with the same day as their lads and you know we spoke about this as well but
0: we did you know. and we can't confirm or deny anything at the minute because yeah. there is nothing uh, confirmed yet only that we know that the county finals will be the weekend of the 13th 14th of uh November we do know that definitely the intermediate and the senior final will be going ahead on Sunday mm-hmm. in John Johnlock Park in Callan there is no times fixed on them yet the junior one obviously is still uh, up in the year and has to be decided but we'll be previewing all that now next week in our special show I suppose one other piece of news uh, when it comes to results over the weekend just to congratulate Ballyhale who were crowned the Gale Tech Utilities Under-16 D County Champions they uh, defeated Clara at the weekend then we have Glenmore Camogie who won the Under-12 Shield Final they defeated Greg Nemanah at the weekend and we have Bennett's Bridge who uh, won an Under-12 Shield Final um, as well over the weekend which is fantastic for the club out in Bennett's Bridge also last night then we had St. Martin's beating Peltown in the under 14 Gale Tech Utilities Shield Final as well but when you're here in front of me I suppose we have to announce the under 16 a uh, championship and league doubled up over the weekend as mm. well guess who won it on you would it have been Tolerone and St. Anne's by any chance defeating Dixborough in that game there as well uh, don't know if you got a chance to get to it or he or anything about it but fantastic achievements to be under 16A county champions league and county champions I should say um, great achievement for you yeah
1: great achievement for the club I suppose it's been brilliant for them and you know such a really nice group of girls and a really a bunch of, a bunch of really good players coming up through the, the ranks there I suppose Kira Dunn we'd, we'd have known her name from um, the under 16 scene um, she played a phenomenal role um, you've got Orlo Grady who would have been you know featuring in a couple of the senior games for us and I must say was a powerhouse for our junior seas this year for such a young girl then you have a couple of really young ones coming up you've got uh, Jessica Cuddy Jessica Cummins you've got Ellie Walton you know there's some massive players coming up there for Tullerone and it's great to see them and you know I'm sure Robbie O'Flynn was jumping around the place he was involved as a a trainer for for the under 16s and great to see him involved like you know he's involved with the hurlers but he's still giving up his time to be involved with the Camogie Club as well and you know he's been such a pivotal part of Tullerone Camogie Club he's always been there helping out be it at the adult level or with the juveniles as well and you know so great to see him being involved in winning that county final. And of course, you know, you've got um, Orla Royal there who's, you know, who's been so instrumental with Tullerone Camogie over the last couple of years and all her work that she does there at juvenile level. So it was great to see Tullerone winning that, Tullerone St. Anne's winning that against like, you know, a very good Dixborough team, you know, Dixborough the town team that every every team in the country kind of seems to be coming up against. So it was a great, it was a great achievement for them and I know that they're delighted with that and it's really kind of bringing on a focus that the club is going in the right direction. Thank God
0: exactly and as we always said you can't beat a bit of silverware either when mm-hmm. it comes to a club it gives everyone a great boost showing that the work the commitment everything that you've been done throughout the year has paid off eventually and it's great to see um, I suppose that's it for this evening as we said it was going to be a short one tonight just to review all of the adult championship games over the weekend the reason being just to reannounce it again is we will be having a special county final preview show uh, on on Kind next Tuesday evening and that will go out on all the usual um, downloads and that for podcasts wherever you get it. Uh, that'll be Tuesday the 9th of November. Then on Monday the 15th of November we will be having another All uh, Come On Kind uh, podcast show which will we will be announcing the nominations for the Team of the Year. That's the Come On Kind Team of the Year. Nominations will be announced on Monday the 15th along with a preview of the All-Stars, the Intercounty All-Stars stars that is that'll be coming up on the 26th of November and then the big one on Tuesday the 23rd of November myself and Anya will be announcing the team of the year the come on kind team of the year will be announced for senior intermediate and junior and as Anya said there might be a few blows in between before (laughs) that's going to be announced but uh, I suppose Anya getting to the nitty-gritty now we're down to county final stages that will probably be the last piece of whatever you want to call it like that we have to do uh, mm. events or whatever before they go in then into Leinster championships it's been an interesting year so far with games uh, just looking at games the skill level certainly has increased I think from last year the new rules um, have come into effect mm-hmm. they've worked the games have been a bit more free flowing albeit the clubs are not utilising some of the new rules to their advantage yeah. some of the times and the bit of physicality that has come into the game has been great and even spectators going to the matches has been watching it has been you know complimentary Um to the most of us that the the games are going. So you've been at a lot of matches. you played in a lot of matches. So your overall view of the championship to date before the county finals in a couple of weekends.
1: Like I think, first of all, the year has flew really by. Like it's, it only feels like last week we were preparing for the first round of the league championship. And I suppose every club kind of feels like that. And it really has been over. Like, <laughs> like with the click of a finger, it has been gone. I do think this year... I think it has been a really, really tough competition for all the clubs. And I think like there's certainly a lot of clubs that have kind of popped out of nowhere. And there's definitely a lot of names that have jumped up out of nowhere. Um, I think that it has been thoroughly entertaining. I I think when we kind of look at last year, we all kind of thought that last year's club championship couldn't be topped because there was just something really spectacular about last year. And I don't know nearly was it... And kind of the buzz of the whole COVID thing that people were just happy to get out and be able to play and be able to compete in it. But like, I do think this year it has offered so much more talent. And I do think, to be honest which I do think the broadcasting of the club championship this year has been bigger than ever that's all thanks to KCLR and Scoreline Sports they have been phenomenal they're constantly putting up things like on all, through all their social media outlets and even live on radio as well which is they great
0: to left see They even us do this now in fairness <laughs> yeah. to them
1: But like it has been it has been really good like and I feel like Komogi has been promoted so much better throughout the last you know 12-18 months than it has been before like and and it's great to see a lot of people kind of riding in behind it and actually supporting it as well like and I think that you know filters down through the clubs like and you can see the skill. Has been coming up, like, and like, I do think the new rules have. I'm not going to lie, like there was stages I wasn't a fan of you know hitting the ball out of your hand within the 45 I thought it was a bit degrading and it was kind of annoying me but like you know it has worked it has speeded up the game a lot Um, I do like the little bit of extra physicality when it's not being used on me but when I'm using it it's totally fine Um, but yeah like you know it has been good like I do think there has been a couple of shocks um throughout the championship as well I do think there has been so many positives throughout the whole league championship too but unfortunately with positives there's, there's come negatives as well and you know we have spoken about you know the controversy surrounding maybe refereeing issues um, we've spoken maybe about you know the the unfortunate standing of teams having to give walkovers in their games and not being able to feel that I suppose so like with every positive you are going to have a negative and I suppose it's how we learn from it and how we grow for it and move forward but I do think overall it has been a thoroughly entertaining championship at all levels really like um, you know the one thing I will say about it that has been disappointing that all the games have been on at 11 o'clock every Sunday morning and we haven't been able to get to them all like you know but I suppose listen you know when you when you when you throw everything in and you've got COVID going on as well, with the amount of hurling matches that have been going on, even all the underage matches, it has been very, very hard for the county board to get pitches to suit everybody so people can go around. But I would say there's been a couple of cases where, you know, we've had the GA and the Camogie Association actually working well with each other to, you know, um, facilitate Managers that may be hurling with their club teams and they're facilitating with the Commode Club to move times back and forth. So that's been really, really good to see. The clubs are actually, you know, working with each other as opposed to working against each other to not give the, the opposition an advantage at any cost. So that's been really, really good to see as well. You know, I definitely do think the next two weeks it's going to be very interesting. Um, we definitely probably do see the best six teams that are in the county finals. I do think the county finals are going to throw up a lot of, Challenges for all teams involved or surprises our surprises, and I think there 's going to be a lot of debating going on in this room over the next couple of weeks for this all star team because there certainly is a lot of a lot of players that have put their hand up um, you know to get positions you wouldn't
0: believe the amount of us mm. that has been coming in from the spies the referees. I can't keep pages in the little black book, and that's so secret, it's locked away that nobody can get their hands on it until me and you are able to sit down and have a look throughout the whole thing, um, which is going to be a lot, a lot of fun, I think. Uh,
1: like, and pe- if people think you're lying, you're not, because I've only seen the little black book once, and I haven't been given it since. So, like, Lillian is here; she's obviously is after getting to see a whole lot of it, which is great.
0: Um, God no, Lillian hasn't seen it at all. <laughs> but as like,
1: all. it is really good. Like, and a shout out to all the referees and anybody who has been going out to the games and giving their Feedback because you know it has been very hard for us to to get to a lot of the matches um, between playing and refereeing or whatever the case may be. But it definitely has. I think I think this uh, team of the year and these all star teams. I think it's kind of after adding a little bit of spice into the championship as well. Because yeah, you know, guys, they want to go out and they want to win for the club and they want to win a county final. But deep down, they also want to win a jersey as well. <laughs> like you know,
0: that's the whole that's the whole thing about the big it. question. Are we going to put the jerseys up online before? the county finals, so the players can see them or are we going to wait until the day of the 15th of November when the nominations are going to be announced to put them up I think throw them up
1: I do. I think throw them off now. Um, I don't have to worry about players going too hard on me, so throw them up now all you want. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think so. And I must say, like, they are absolutely fantastic. They're deadly looking. They're fab. Uh, fair play to all our sponsors. Dave Roach from Roach Injury Clinic, uh, Damien and Killery Lighting Services and... Um, John Crowley um, from we'll say the spud farm down in Mooncoyne I'd say there's not going to be he a is spud the spot picked man, really? there's not going to be a spud picked in Mooncoyne for the next two weeks with two county finals that they're prepping for down there so yeah there like,
0: definitely won't be a cow milch of the, <laughs> children, the county <laughs> finals no, either no
1: there certainly won't but yeah I think like it's been really good and it's really good to have those businesses um, from around that have that offered to sponsor that after sponsor these jerseys. it just goes to show that the recognition that Camogie is getting um, I think it's really really good and I'm delighted with it you know I think, you know, we're trying very hard to promote the game in a positive light. I know, I suppose, listen, we do at times because everybody loves a bit of controversy and you have to throw it in now and again and it's only fair that we're going to talk about everything that goes on, the good and the bad and the ugly. It all has to be spoken about and this is an outlet to speak about it. So I think that's important as well. Like we're not going to brush it over and say that everything is absolutely perfect because it's not. And if you're living in an ideal world where you think everything is perfect, you need to kind of come back to reality a bit. Uh, Well, in
0: fairness, when you and I was asked if we'd be interested in doing something like this mm. it was under one condition that there was no holes barred that no matter what happened if it was going to be controversial or whatever that it was going to be discussed that it wouldn't be painted over no photoshopping yeah. nothing to that effect and in fairness we haven't been too controversial now over the last couple of episodes I mean there's always a couple of weekends to go still yeah. uh, and I can still feel the daggers coming behind me here <laughs> on that as well like so but overall it's been a fantastic experience for mm. You and I, I mean, this is completely new to us. Yeah. Um, It's been fabulous. We're going to certainly enjoy the next couple of weeks Before we announce the team of the year. So, yes, grand. Okay, it's done and dusted. We will have the jerseys up online before the county final so that everybody can see what's on offer for our Come On Kind team of the year 2021. Well, that is it from myself and Anya for episode nine. We said it was probably going to be short, not too short, but we're still going to be doing our special show next Tuesday night for the county final preview of 2021. It's going to be fantastic. And it'll be well worth the listen. So don't forget to tune in to Come On Kind wherever you get your usual podcast uh, outlets through whatever avenues it is. And thank you to KCLR96FM and scoreline.ie for facilitating Come On Kind as well. But for episode nine, that is it from myself, Martin Quilty, and on you, Until next Tuesday. Good night. this is come on kinds with Martin Klotty and Onya Fahmi